Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. Super Bowl edition. <laughs> First, good news when it comes to your Super Bowl spread. A lot of favorites are coming down in price. Mm. Like guacamole is 20% cheaper and chicken wings are lower than last year. Now, you're going to pay a little bit more for soft drinks and chips, though. Hmm. Second, looking for a crowd pleaser, they determined the most popular dishes by state, and the overall winners were meatballs, Hmm. guacamole, Mm -hmm. chips, tater tots, and chili. Rounding out the top ten, you'll also find hummus, or as you like to say, Kev, hummus, (laughs) nachos. Will Ferrell was in. He's being really pretentious, and he goes, I'll have the hummus. The hummus. (laughs) Nachos, pigs in a blanket, and spinach artichoke dip. That's hmm. good stuff. Uh, tater tots, chili, chip, whatever the top like three or four were, you could mix those all together. Oh, that does sound <laughs> really good. My mouth is what. Or else it, then it just becomes seven-layer dip, right? <laughs> Finally, in the world of food, Super Bowl edition, DiGiorno is offering fans a chance to win free pizza if the score during this year's Super Bowl hits 3-14 to 14 or 14-3 14 to 3 at any time during the big game on Sunday. As part of the brand's annual, get it, pie, P-I, score, Oh, I was wondering, what does that got to do with 3 and 14? 3, 14, or 14, 3, So, like, everybody pie. in the country is going to win free pizza, or what's the deal I think you? you have to enter. It's a sweepstakes. Oh, uh, you probably got to, like, scan a barcode or something, and then you're going to get texts from DiGiorno Pizza till the day you die. You had to, like... Bring the room down. I was all excited about free pizza, and now I'm depressed. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I'd rather spend the, I don't know how much is a DiGiorno frozen pizza, like five bucks. I'd rather spend it's the more f- than that. five bucks than like nine. have them blowing up my phone for the rest of my life. <laughs> I just went from, ooh, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno, to wah, 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 wah. wah. I'm glad I could help. <laughs> this for a minute what is your dream job coming up how people all over the world answered that question okay so think about this for just a minute what is your dream job do you give the same answer now that you gave when you were in seventh grade per se uh Hmm. curious to know how people all over the world answered that question well first of all kev our jobs barely made the top 10 DJ came in number 11, so not bad for a dream Out job. Out of all the jobs in the Out world? Out of all the yeah, jobs in the world, we came bad. in 11th. Just behind teacher, coming in ninth place was singer, programmer, influencer, actor, influencer. entrepreneur, YouTuber. <laughs> Third place went to dancer. Second place goes to writer. And the number one dream job worldwide is a pilot. Hmm. Which I can see the perk side of a pilot, get to travel the world, but that's really serious. I mean, you're responsible for people's lives. Mm-hmm. Who did they ask us again? Uh, they pulled people worldwide. Oh, just people worldwide? Yeah, okay. all over the it world. It wasn't like seventh graders, or it was just like wide? Yes, wide range of ages. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Pilot number one. In, well, where did Influencer come in? Uh, that was um, like... Uh, seventh or eighth. It's interesting. Influencer, they've got influencer, writer. All the, everyone has so much to say nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Not just a lot to say, but they want a platform to say it too. Teacher came in 10th, right? And then DJ was right after that, 11th. Hmm. So I think we've all been there where you um, you clean out your fridge, right? And you've got that shelf of salad dressings and you look at them and you're like, 
This this expired when when Bush was president. <laughs> that was me when we moved. I was See? like, how long has this See? been in here? We've all been there. Let's talk expiration dates next. So we're talking about expiration dates. And, and we've all been there cleaning out the fridge and you're just like, I, the, these these grapes look like little snowballs. Ew. <laughs> no, that would be strawberries. Strawberries look like little snowballs. Grapes right? can do that, too. Can they really? We've oh, yeah. have never seen that happen with grapes before. But um, we did have an interesting expiration date thing happen uh, the other day. My, um, my son and his fiance, they decided they were going to make pancakes. So they got out the pancake mix. They got out. There was oat milk in the fridge. They used oat milk and... They ate the pancakes, and then they looked at the expiration date on the oat milk, and it was like three months <gasps> expired. Ew. Right, Those uh, plant-based milks usually expire within seven days of opening. So, my <laughs> wife and I, my wife and I walked in, and they're like, Mom, how could you leave this oat milk in there? It's three months expired. That's disgusting. And Tracy went... It's not mine. It's not mine. Right. It's April's. I she don't can't drink be held responsible. I, right. I'm not responsible for everything in this fridge. You've got stuff. She's got stuff. That was not mine. Right. <laughs> Unfair accusations. Right. And I said, on the upside, I said, you ate all the pancakes? He said, yeah. And then we checked the, the expiration date for some reason afterwards. And I said, on the upside, I would, th- I would think that anything bad probably got cooked out during the cooking process hopefully <laughs> i guess we'll find out oh. oh man that's the worst isn't that funny i'm glad they're okay here's the even funnier thing april when she buys stuff and has it in the fridge usually she puts a post-it note on it april's do not touch which i think is hilarious by the way because i'm like but my stuff you freely eat. What if I yeah. started labeling all the dads? Do not touch, right? right? But usually she puts a post-it note on her stuff. For some reason, maybe she saw it was expired and she took the post-it note off. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> that would be a kid move, right? Don't throw it away. Just take the post-it note off. <laughs> That'll learn you. <laughs> We're talking about expiration dates on stuff. Is there anything that you regularly will eat past the expiration date? Um, like something is, you go, oh, that's fine. You can eat, still eat that. I'm trying to think. I ate bacon that was a day expired the other day. Ooh. But there's a very specific reason why. Tracy bought it and put it in the freezer because it was oh. like super sale. Well, freezer is okay. Yeah. And I didn't, well, I didn't know. I just saw it was like, I don't know, February 1st and it had expired January 30th. And I saw it and I was like, that should be fine. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> and I told her, but she was going to like dig in. I said, hey, fair warning. She get walked in the room. I said, fair warning before you eat that. That expired a day ago. And she goes, oh, that's okay. It was frozen. Yeah. Oh, she goes, well, frozen, she freezing goes, it changes everything. I'm impressed you were going to eat it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one thing that's funny to me, speaking of the freezer, my mom will put anything in the freezer. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm a fresh food kind of person. I'd rather... Like last time I was there, I made this pancake batter, my famous oatmeal pancake batter. And she asked me to put it in the freezer for when her sister came to visit. Yeah. And while I'm going back to visit for her birthday and she's like, oh, honey, I never had a chance to make pancakes for Ginny. So don't worry about making pancake batter. I'm like, 
No, mom, you just enjoy that. I'll make you fresh batter. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know what it's going to taste like. I, I've never frozen it in my life. You should do it and and, and let us know. No. No, I, you uh, should totally do it I'm and not let us know. I'm not risking that. No, Come it could be weird or watery. Don't be or... a wimp. Did you, aren't you the person that taught us about putting butter in the freezer, though? Or did a listener do that? I did, but I read about it. To me, butter is no big deal. That's yeah. not like putting, well, like... Well, to your mom, b- pancake mix was no big deal. Pancake batter. Pancake batter was no yeah. big deal. But man, I like I said mentioned earlier when we moved after living in the same house for years and years and years and years, and you got to completely clean out the cupboards and the fridge because you're moving. You find some scary stuff in oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> All my spices had expired. I didn't know. By that time, like so all many just salad dressings. powder at that point. <laughs> Can you taste the paprika? No. No. <laughs> Remember the queen of clean, Marie Kondo? Her book came out in 2011. She's the one who encouraged us to declutter our homes ruthlessly. I didn't like her. Get get rid of anything that didn't spark joy in us. My stuff, all of it sparks joy in me. (laughs) Well, there's big Marie Kondo news. The queen of clean. She changed her mind. If it doesn't spark joy, said she's kind of given up on tidying up the house. (laughs) Would you like to guess why? Because she regrets some of the stuff she got threw away. Uh, That's a good guess. Because life is too short to worry about like your stack of magazines being perfectly centered. You're close. You're close. But what's the 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 focal point the trigger of why did she have kids she gave birth to her third child there you go yeah (laughs) once you get to three uh my wife and i have four you're outnumbered she said might as well uh, just give up yeah marie kondo said with three kids her home is messy but now Mm -hmm. she realizes that it was uh, what is important to her is spending time with her children that's what sparks joy with her she says she no longer puts pressure on herself to always keep her house in order. So all those people that jumped on the Marie Kondo bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I bought the little organizing cubes. Does she now for a- my underwears. apologize to all of them and say oh, no, I was no, I was no. wrong? I didn't know. I didn't know then what I know now. I mean, there's I a mean, song. she didn't I apologize, but she's just. I knew what I know now when I was younger. That song, right? So she's living that now. Mm-hmm. So she should apologize there. Thank goodness I never listened to her. That's how she made her fortune. She's not going to apologize. I not only didn't get rid of my stuff, I got more stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just just despite her. (laughs) I have a hair appointment today, and it's going to be different than anyone I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah. um, My stylist gave me the heads up ahead of time that it's going to be weird. You're getting a mohawk. <laughs> Not that weird. I'll tell, you, no. I'll tell you what's going on in a minute. So I don't know about you, but I, I set up my hair appointments by text. That's just the way of the world nowadays, right? Sure um, is. I don't even have to go online. Just get out of text and mm-hmm. text my friend Janine, my stylist, and say, "Hey, when can I come in?" And uh, she texted me last week and she said, "Hey, good morning." Um, I just want to let you know that um, the hot water heater is out. And probably won't be fixed before your appointment. Ooh, hello. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm trying to think, what does this mean? So I put, ah, good to know. As long as I'm okay with freezing cold water, are you good to go with doing a few foils to freshen up my highlights? And she put, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and so I put, sounds good, with a snowflake emoji, the freezing cold emoji, and a laughing my head off emoji. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I'm going to get uh, the, the royal treatment when I go to get my hair done today. 
freezing cold water. Would you have kept the appointment? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would have. Why I'm, not? I'm, I'm extra motivated because um, I'm going home this weekend for my mom's birthday. That was planned before my father passed away. Mm. And it's my um, niece's bridal shower. Mm. Thus wanting to get the highlights freshened up, you know. Yeah. So I, I think what's going to happen, if I know you, mm-hmm. you're going to Google like health benefits of cold water on your head (laughs) and you're going to find like there's all these oh it stimulates this thing in your brain which helps your memory so I'm doing nothing but cold water cold water hair treatments from now on well now cold water is always good for you that's why athletes get in ice baths but you know what I almost googled because you do know me too well I almost Googled, would this affect the color processing at all <laughs> and change the way my hair looks? Because we can't wash my hair in warm water I afterwards. It. I know it. <laughs> so I think everybody has this person in their family. In my family, it's my wife. We'd love to hear who it is in your family. But she gets phrases twisted and wrong all the time. I mean, it's like a continuous theme in our marriage. We'd love to hear from you. Who is it in your family? And what are some of the, the phrases or thoughts they get kind of jumbled up but i'll let you know the latest one that usually they're very very funny this one was like yeah i'm gonna put that on a t-shirt tell you about it next my wife's well documented she gets uh, phrases wrong all the time her most famous one instead of hold on to your hats she'll say hold on to your pants <laughs> like consistently and will insist that that's the correct way to say it. Are you are you sure that's not right? I'm pretty sure that's the right way to say it. She does it all the time. So here's the latest. And this one actually is pretty cool. And I could see it going on a t-shirt. Instead of, there's a method to my madness. Mm-hmm. There's a method to my awesomeness. Ah, that's cute. <laughs> that's totally a t-shirt. Good, Isn't Tracy. That funny? Yeah, there's a method to my awesomeness. So what about you? Do you have that person in your family, in your life, that gets phrases wrong all the time who are they and what are they getting wrong we'd love to hear from you hey tiffany it's kevin and taylor so your son tends to get a couple of phrases wrong here and there yes he does um the our favorite one is uh when he sees trash on the side of the road litter he calls it glitter (laughs) (laughs) big difference (laughs) big difference so he will be driving and he'll say look at that glitter everywhere (laughs) so it's funny but thank you guys i love you oh uh, thanks for hanging right out back. with us take Bye-bye. care hey do you uh do your parents help you out financially what, what are they paying for uh, you're not alone more than three in ten adults admit they still have at least one bill on their parents tab now mm. the top three expenses still paid by mom and dad are rent groceries and utilities About 72% plan to take on these bills themselves within the next two years, but 30% are brutally honest and say they're going to ride that wave until mom and dad tell them otherwise. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. I I know with uh, uh, phone plans, that that can just perpetuate itself. Yeah. And you just keep paying and paying and paying and paying for it. We've We've had that scenario in our family. For a while, it's friends and family. <laughs> That's my my sister and brother-in-law pay for my mom's phone, which I think is the sweetest thing. And I always that like, is. you do not need to get her a birthday or Mother's Day gift. You've already done it for hmm. the year. Hmm. Coming up, did you hear about the husband who posted a sweet tribute to his wife on social media and he's getting in big trouble for it? <laughs> did you hear about the husband who posted a sweet tribute to his wife on social media and 
He's basically being attacked for it. Phil is married to Brody. They live in Canada, and they have a five-year-old, twin two-year-old, and a newborn that's three months old. Okay. Well, he snuck into the room and filmed his wife doing a workout video, and his caption said, Our house was a disaster. Dishes needed to be cleaned. Laundry needed to be done. And a million other things she felt she had to do. Yet, I could not be more proud. She instead decided to take just a little time to herself that she deserved 10 times over. And uh, he said, the mess can wait, but your mental health should never be sacrificed. Hmm. Well, people are slamming him for not cleaning up the mess himself. And what's funny is his wife approved the video and captioned before he posted it. And the real story is Brody, the wife, she gets anxiety when her home is messy. And that holds her back from exercising. And Phil was showing how proud he was that I left the mess until we could clean it up together later. <laughs> so this poor husband is trying to do this sweet tribute. Del- and He's deleted all of his social media accounts. <laughs> <laughs> cannot be reached for comment. <laughs> poor guy. He had her approval and everything. That reminds me of a, a meme I saw the other day. Oh, what did it, it said, um, it said, my house is a mess because my kids are, and it said, making memories. And making memories was crossed out, and, it's, and, and underneath handwritten, it said, um, my kids are brats. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. This post, though, brings up so many issues, like posting on social media, who cleans up the mess, and then it just, it, to me, it brings up, like, so many of us women, we are like that. We, like... We do everything else first, clean up the house, and they're like, okay, there's no more time left for exercising. Because mm. it's just so hard to ignore the mess. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to unpack there, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. I feel for that husband uh, that got in trouble for posting the, posting the, just like a hot mess <laughs> video and saying, I'm proud of my wife because. But she was exercising right. and ignoring the mess that normally creates anxiety. So what do you think? Was this guy out of bounds? Or, or do you think that was a loving tribute? And, you know, his wife should take it for what it is, that he really loves that. Hey, Victoria, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you heard about this dad, Phil, that's kind of getting attacked for posting this video of his wife exercising and proud of her for ignoring the mess and focusing on herself? I did hear that. And it made me remember um, when my kids were little, I had a sign on the door, on the front door that said, God blesses his house. He doesn't clean it. <laughs> I just thought I'd share that. You know, okay, my wife, she had a similar sign that said, you know, the house is a mess because she's, she's busy taking care of the kids. She's doing all this stuff with the kids. I knew better, though. I could post a picture of that sign, but if I posted a picture of the mess... I would be a mess afterwards. I'd be in big trouble. Would you have been upset? Oh, yeah. You you would have been with me, too. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about this husband who, uh, for better or for worse, he posted a video um, of his wife. Uh, she was working out, right? And the house around her was a mess. And she mm-hmm. got irritated. He was saying, like, I'm proud of her for leaving that alone and focusing on herself and exercising. And, right. And people are saying, like, why did you do this to your, your poor wife? Why didn't you clean up the mess yourself? Well, here's, I think, is the bottom line is you should always ask people before you post. Yes. Always. Mm-hmm. I always show my wife pictures before I post them because I know all I see is my beautiful wife. 
and she may see something. She says, "My hair's messed there," or "Look at the expression I have on my face," or, mm-hmm. "Or, or you know, this looks funny," or something. I just don't like that angle. Things that I don't see and or and never will see, she'll see a problem with, and she'll go, "Please just take another one or post something else." Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that's a good guideline, especially for husbands. Yes. Thankfully, Phil got clearance from his wife, Brody, before he posted this. So Mm -hmm. at home, he's not in the doghouse at all. It's just with the rest of the world. In the social media um, spheres, he's in the doghouse. Yeah, and I just, I mean, I love the, the sentiment because I have experienced it firsthand where, um, I do better if I go get some exercise on my way home from work. That's why I love trail running and mountain biking so much. Okay. But when I go home first, oh man. It's death because you like, (laughs) I'll throw in a load of laundry. I'll make the bed. I'll sweep the floor. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. Oh, wait, what are we going to eat for dinner? And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'll tell my husband, I'm like, I haven't exercised yet. And he'll go, it's too late in the day. Like, aren't you starving? Like, don't you want to eat dinner? And then translation. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Of course, he's fine with me throwing in a frozen pizza. But it's just, it gets, time gets away from you. So I can't even imagine when, like this mom, you've got a five-year-old, twin two-year-olds, and a newborn. Mm-hmm. How in the world do you ever make your mental health, which often involves exercising because it's so good for your mental health, how do you make that a priority? And the fact that she knows she has anxiety for messes and she just put down her yoga mat and exercise in the middle of the mess. That is, that's to be commended for mm. that mom. I mean, well done you. Have you ever done this before, before going on a first date? A background check? <laughs> One in six people these days do. As, as a dad, I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> Half of people surveyed say dating is harder today than ever before. And guess what else they do? Send a questionnaire to a potential date. Hmm. It, they almost become like their own HR department, human resources. So they ask questions like, are you in therapy? What's your love language? Do you want kids? So can a pop quiz actually ever lead to love? Uh, though it may not be the most romantic way to get a date, more women are taking a page from the HR playbook and screening matches before they waste any time on a guy that they just wouldn't want to spend their time with. Aren't they kind of just preempting the first date and asking what, first date questions with a questionnaire? I did kind of my little informal survey of some friends and loved ones, and they were the same. They were like, well, aren't you just like, just take them to coffee. Yeah, that's the stuff And ask them all that, about. but I guess people just don't even want to waste their time at the coffee. But some of them go, I would think now, my wife and I have been married, we'll be 35 years in October, so... I don't even remember the last first date, but asking someone if they're in therapy on a first date. That's this a, is like not even on the first little, date. This is in a questionnaire, well, yeah, a questionnaire ahead of time. Or yeah. for either one, that to me would be, if I was on the receiving end of that, I would think I'd be like, you're not for me. You're like peeling back layers. Wait, we're, we're too fast, too fast. To you're me, one of the, too deep, the big too questions fast. too, if you were into questionnaires. I'd rather meet people the old-fashioned way, um, as in my nieces and nephews who are mm-hmm. yeah, dating, no, not myself. I'm very happily we married. We know what you mean. Um, but I, I think ask about his or her family background. That is going to be a huge indicator of what kind of relationship that you guys will have. Uh, pff, a lot I don't of know times. about that. If, if mm-hmm. Tracy would have asked about mine, she would have ran the other way. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're super proud of your kids, right? Well, coming up, check out why this mom is going to bust with pride for her sons. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Of course, you're super proud of your kids, right? Well, this mom is going to bust with pride for her sons. Her name is Donna Kelsey, and she will become the first mom to have two sons play against each other in the Super Bowl. Her son Travis plays for Kansas City, and her son Jason plays for the Eagles. This is the first for uh, for her, so um, she feels so divided. <laughs> Both sons attended Cleveland Heights in uh, high school and the University of Cincinnati. So she's always been able to cheer for them together. Mm -hmm. And she said this is her biggest dream and her worst nightmare all at once. (laughs) Because as a mom, she knows one son is going to win and one son is going to lose. Wow. Poor Donna. I can't imagine. They show her uh, she's got a jersey with both teams sewn together into one jersey. Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine that the post game call? Who do you call first? Oh. The 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 son that lost or the son that won? I think you call the son that lost because the son that won is going to have cameras and reporters in his face. I think you do a Zoom call with both of them before <laughs> the game. Yeah, and you say, "Now, boys, I want you two to tell me who should I call first. Let, yeah. Put it on them." There you right? go. <laughs> The emotion she's going to feel. And the Super Bowl is not for a couple more weeks. She's got all this time to anticipate. Could you imagine the taunting that's going on between those two right now? I mean, brothers are just like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how brothers roll. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Poor woman. (laughs) Hey, do you remember the Snuggie? Coming up, this new trend makes the Snuggie look tame. (laughs) Hey, remember the Snuggie? This trend makes the Snuggie look tame. Okay. A company in Japan has created wearable beanbag chairs. They go on over your head, but the beanbag hangs around you so you look like the girl in Willy Wonka who turned into a blueberry. The idea is that whenever you're tired, you can just plop down. They come in four different colors, moss green, natural beige, mocha, and charcoal gray, and three different sizes. Child size costs you 60 bucks, medium's 80 bucks, and the large is 120 bucks. That one weighs 11 pounds, Mm. so no wonder you're going to be tired walking around in your beanbag chair. <laughs> it's a good workout. Um, and I'm just sad that they don't come in bright purple because then you could look like Ronna McDonald's best friend, um, <laughs> the Grimace. And then you'd be set for for trick-or-treat, like just I'll, buy one of the beanbag chairs. You what? You think it's like, who would want one of those? My daughter Amber would want one. Yeah. She 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 would get one and never use it, but just like the idea of it, mm-hmm. right? Maybe, a wearable beanbag. Right, a wearable beanbag. I don't know about you, but I did not realize that this is a real thing, a real scam. If you go to buy a used car, okay. um, you remember the scene in the famous movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off where they borrow Cameron's dad's car and take it to the city of Chicago for the whole day. Right. And they're like, no worries. We'll just roll back the the mileage a little bit. Right. And they put it up um, on Jack's and put it in reverse. Yeah. And there's that scene when Cameron first finds out what happened, that with the parking garage they chose, mm-hmm. these guys take his dad's fancy car on a joyride. joyride. How many miles did you say this thing had on it when we left? 126 and halfway between three and four tenths. How many miles are on it now? Here's where Cameron goes berserk. <laughs> <laughs> Such a famous scene. And then yes. they try to, to you know, 
turn back the miles. I just mm-hmm. assumed that was all made up for movies. Oh, that they mess with the odometer? Yeah, and <laughs> the newer cars had been protected mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. from the scam, but oh no, now you just, uh, the, the bad people can go buy a $300 odometer correcting tool and they're winding back those mileages. So... They say the only way around it when you go to buy a used car is you've got to get it inspected by an independent mechanic mm. because they're going to be able to tell, like, wait a minute, there's way more wear and tear on this yeah. car than the mileage says. That whole independent mechanic, that they've said to do that anyway. Um, yeah, but that's the wise thing. Mm-hmm. I've bought a good number of used cars in my life. I've never done it once. <laughs> really? I wonder if you've bought any cars that you thought had lower miles than it did. Uh, maybe, yeah. Never, never, never had a lemon. That's never, good. Never bought one that was That's a, awesome a lemon. Yeah. Except except the one we bought for my mom. <laughs> uh oh. That's the one that has had the most issues. And and it literally was a little old lady that drove it to church, the grocery store, and home, and that's it. And that's the one that gave us the most trouble. Isn't that funny?